The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We're here with the 14th edition of the Oz and End Zone podcast on Bleeding Green Nation Radio. I'm your host, Seamus Clancy, with my boy, my co-host, Zoe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. One word, two syllables, playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like it started. I feel like we started the playoff rhetoric with the live pod. Um shout out to it was after guys. the Detroit game, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to our, our good friends at Mitchell and Ness. But yeah, right. I did I hit Detroit game. We were like, all right, maybe they get some momentum going, and they did. Um and it was touch and go though. Like we like like we said uh last week, you know, they, they had to take care of their business and they still needed some help and they got all the help they needed after they took care of their business. And lo and behold, man, my goodness, playoffs. Who would have thought at two and five, none of us thought playoffs. Like we, we just had to we gotta be honest with ourselves. Two and five, we did not think playoffs. We've crushed Sirianni in the past, but to not just regardless of the way he completely flipped the team's offensive philosophy and actually created an identity. Because all throughout the beginning of the season, all we kept saying both on my solo pod and on here was the team doesn't have an identity. And to not only just do that and change, not only right. change an identity, but cr- create and cultivate one, right. he's doing it from a two and five hole. And I, and I also think, um, you know, the, the, the flower cultivating thing got a lot of it. They got a lot of jokes and a lot of play, but I think he, I think it was the right analogy. I think he was at the time just trying to explain to people that there, like he's there's a, there's a lot of it's a young locker room. Like the there's not they they have they don't have any middle guys. They have either older guys who are on their you know twelfth year in the league, or you have a lot of younger guys who are on their you know first second maybe third year in the league. So like he is trying to piecemeal a locker room that's either really young or, or long in the tooth. So, you know, I, I, that does take time to kind of get that, that synergy going. Yeah. Cause you either have the Super Bowl holdovers, your lanes, your Kelsey's your Cox's, or you have the Jalen Devontae nucleus. Right. And you lost, and you know, not for nothing, but very early in the season, you lost your defensive quarterback. You might've lost like, your best player. You, you literally your best player. You're definitely your best run stopper. Yeah, you know, and 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 you're still honestly still still kind of reeling from that. Like, there's a lot of times where you you look at a busted play on defense and you say, if they had BG, that doesn't happen. So like, you know, he's got he's had to um, 
you know, he's for all the for all the stuff that we give Gannon as well, like he's also had to make a ton of changes on the fly too, to to make sure that, you know, they were it's it's some kind of uh, you know, formidable, you know, defense down the stretch. Yeah, and you know, we've been critical, like I said, he's not a perfect coordinator. The the talk of him getting a head coaching <laughs> buzz was outrageous, I thought. Um, but you see a little a couple different things where Darius Slay and Avante Maddox playing the best football they ever have in an Eagles uniform right now. Mm-hmm. Even better than Avante when he came on the scene as a rookie yep. 2018, played a little corner, played a little safety, he was doing a little everything. He felt like a future Swiss Army knife type guy. And he's yeah. really not he's just a slot corner. But seeing Gannon maximized both of those dudes when we saw how lackluster Slay was in his first year in Philadelphia in the way yep. Maddox had tailed off from that really, really promising rookie season in 2018. You know, that, if it's not for that, Avante, if it's not for Jonathan Gannon, Avante's probably not getting that new contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then with the BG thing, every time Jared Patterson was breaking off a, a run or a little screen, I'm thinking if BG was there, he would have snuffed that out. He would have right. snuffed that out. And that, that, that's really where, you know, we're going to talk playoffs the whole pot, but that's really where your your concern is, especially going up against a Tom Brady-led offense, is you need someone, you, you need a quarterback for that defense. And, like, it's nice to have, you know, the McLeods of the world, you know, who were able to help on the back end, but it's got to be someone else on that front seven who can get guys in order, just get guys situated, because – if not, it's just going to be a long day for, for everybody. Yeah, and like Fletcher Cox has had an amazing career, but he's not really that guy. Right. I mean, he's never been yeah. that guy specifically. Like, McLeod's great, and I think he we're going to look back on him as kind of an underappreciated eagle. Yep. Never a guy who's like putting up big stats. But this right. is his sixth year in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, it was battled through injuries, all this stuff. Had that obviously huge, huge game-winning interception against Washington. Going to that last drive, Eagles are down. Eagles are up 2016. Do you think Washington is scoring? Yes. Oh, yeah. I totally think oh, yeah. they can't score. still saw that movie a million times. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's like, you know, the Sixers never win this game. That That's what I thought going into that. I was like, yeah. Exactly. I was like, we know exactly how this is going to end. And, and, and I, there was nothing. Everything in me was saying, yep, they're going to score right here. And, and that'll be our playoff hopes. But, um, you know, again, the, the Wiley vet, the the sometimes underappreciated vet, just making, making the right play. Because, I, you know, not for nothing, but a lot of guys would not have pursued that ball. It would have just been like the next down. Like, all right, cool. Ingram yeah, love another down. down. Like making making the dive and then making the interception is something you don't expect from every player. Like you can't look at that and say, yeah, every every guy makes that play. Because they don't. A lot of guys let that ball just drop and say, move on to third down or fourth down. And I liked him when he was in Philadelphia, but if Jalen Mills picks that off, he is going to run out of the end zone, run around, and end up getting a safety, right? And I, I like Jim, but that just that's, that's a heads-up play that you take for granted that right. he just knew to just kneel and stay just down kneel. in the end that's zone. It. That's it. Right. You're right, though. Jalen, Jalen Mills takes it out. and we A lot of people might take it out. Like, Slay could have taken it out. I, I don't think it was yeah, crazy. Like, that would have been just like, he's, he's gone in for that all-pro nod. He wants those big touchdowns and returns. I get that. But McLeod with the heads-up play to just, just, just stay down. I remember watching um, – it was a hard knocks, and I think it might have been the Raiders three years ago now. And Knock on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was saying that, like, when a, deep, when a defensive back gets an interception, the instinct is to score. So, like, you, you, you have to – so you understand that, like, why 
anybody catching that ball would have been like, yo, I got to go 100 yards the other way. Because, like, a D-back never gets to touch the ball. Like, it just doesn't happen. Unless you're Jalen Ramsey, who who is just an absolute ball hawk. But, like, your, your first instinct is, I got the ball, I'm about to score. So I totally get somebody just being dumb and trying, and trying to score with it. Talking about defensive backs having the balls in their hands, when are we going to see that play they keep teasing with Darius Slay on offense. What is the play? When are we going to see it? Oh, I think he's, I think he's, done, he's done at least two or three plays on. He did one on the the Washington home game a few weeks back. I think he yeah. had two out there on the field this past Sunday in in Orlando over Maryland against Washington. I think if we don't see it Saturday night, I actually I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think we're going to see it Saturday. Oh, night. oh, definitely not Saturday night. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even dress. So yeah, he might even dress Saturday night. I actually think we're going to see it against Tampa Bay. If it if it stays Tampa Bay, and, and like I think the all of the all the math says it's like 80 percent tampa so yeah it was like 76 80 percent yeah tampa Bay. so i do think you, you listen there, there's nothing the whole kitchen sink comes out in the playoffs so i think we'll see it against tampa bay um I, that would be so that, that's one that, that's super exciting and two i think that um in a in that kind of game in that kind of environment you gotta have it's almost like a, it's almost like basketball. Like you want your best players on the court at, at, at all times. Like so, like if your best player on defense can also run a reverse on offense, like get them, keep them in there. Like <laughs> you want all your guys, you want all your best players on the field at all times. Like you just have to. And you know, this team doesn't. Uh, there's still people in the organization that were here when they won the Super Bowl against Brady. They know you have to pull out the trick plays when you're going yep. against the goat. Yep. You're gonna see a. I want some sort of whether it's that round, a different round, whatever. A Hurts Minshew play, run down the sideline like sunshine and the rev. Yeah, for the Titans together. That's the type of energy I want. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see them loose. Um, you know, just having fun, smiling. It's house money. It's house money right now. Like a lot. Of, I, I think that in 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 this part of the country. A lot of people are just excited they're in the playoffs. So we should just ride that energy. Like, just go out and have fun, man. And I think that's a, th- a credit to Hurts where I think he'll have yeah. those guys ready. And, you know, he's a leader in the way. And obviously, Jason Kelsey's kind of a step above yep. him. And it's a generational thing we talked about before. There's yep. Super Bowl holdovers and this new dude. There's these new generation of guys. So I think both of them will have this team adequately prepared to be loose, to play like the underdog. This team, no team has ever had more success playing the underdog role than the Philadelphia Eagles for the last half dozen years. And you love, um, you love your your vocal leader on offense, and honestly, on the team, being the one who's who's closest to your your young quarterback. Correct. You know, like I, I literally, like literally, right? I yeah. I've no, there's no doubt in my mind. That he's pulling them aside every day and they're just talking and he's like running through stuff with him like this is going to happen this is going to happen it's going to be loud it's you know like you know stuff's going to happen but like i i just there's something comforting to me about having him like literally and physically close to jalen for that entire game and for the you know the week leading up to it who's going to sponsor us for our flight down to tampa and our tickets to the game and all and our yeah, spot in the parking lot to um, tailgate to podcast to a lot. 
Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm working the phones after today. I'll get my uh, get my agent in order. I'll be talking to some people, figuring out who's no right. I'm, I'm, I'm no there. problem wearing like a. I'll wear a full Kenny jumpsuit on the way down, and the whole yeah. I'm gonna. Here. I just need my phone charger. That's it. I'm good. Philadelphia pretzel factory yeah. uh, sweatsuit. <laughs> I have no problem. I'll dress as a Kenny bear can. As long, I'd, I'd wear. I'd wear that. They should just have that for me to go to like their public. Their like public yeah. events. I, one time I went to, uh, I don't want to call it a farmer's market, but kind of a pop-up market that was in Delco. Because Ashley, because well, I should plug it here. Ashley uh, has done a lot of uh, art and crafting yep. uh, business opportunities over yeah. the last year or so. She started that new one that is a, a jewelry venture that she's been working yeah. uh, tirelessly on for the last several weeks, several months. They could kind of launch, launch this week. So check out at uh, shop earth to ash on instagram if you want to see some cool need some good gifts valentine's day is coming up fellas or gals yeah, personalized. doesn't matter how you identify yourself doesn't matter how you identify yourself absolutely and they're all personalized gifts as all Ash personalized makes them herself yeah and if you're in philadelphia they do uh you have the discount code you could get drop off instead of paying for shipping if you're in philadelphia as well i mean come on handmade Make it. When, I'm, when I'm recording these podcasts, she's back there. Or like, I'm watching the Sixers game working for Liberty Bars. Obviously, if you love the Sixers content, check out SB Nation's Sixers site, LibertyBars.com. Like, I'm, I'm doing work for the game last night, and she's in there just grinding. Just grinding away, dude. I mean, that's what that's, yeah. that's like, that's honestly what, um, that's like part of the game, part of the entrepreneurship game is like, yeah. you're, we're grinding. Yeah, like, we're, we're grinding. Like, your, your hours aren't your hours. You don't have set hours. Like, you're always, you're always pushing stuff forward. Like that's just that's just part of this this game that we're all trying to succeed in. You kind of just have to, you know, you kind of just gotta take advantage of the time that you get and always be trying to, you know, pro- progress. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We think about the gambling site this weekend. I this is my fear, not like it's a real fear, but just kind of in a joking way. But I want it to happen, and I don't have, I don't remember, you know, this happening in the past where the Eagles mm-hmm. are playing this meaningless game while these these sports book or sports books are so active and interactive yeah. now. Is I wonder if they're going to have props for these quote unquote lesser Eagles players or backups. Like I'd love for tomorrow or, or say it's Thursday, so for Saturday there would be a bunch of Minshew passing props. Or something yeah. like that. I think that would, that would add some flair. I'm going out to Delco for the game. Nice. Are you going Since, to ask his parents' house? Uh, they're in Arizona. Uh, T okay. Suns. Oh, <laughs> got the baby. Said he'll have some Kenwood ready for me. Yes. Actually, going to yes. help out with the baby. That's get awesome. to see it. Get to see the the child. Actually, not it. Yeah, but like I want a Jack Stoll plus 800 touchdown. Love that. Regis Jesuit in Colorado. Our our guy. Our our, our brother Jack Stoll. In, in, our brother and Jesuit. Uh, Jesuit philosophy, Jack Stoll. I like. I I, I want to. Um, I love to get a couple of Kenny Gainwell things going. Yeah, Jason Huntley, whatever. This week, um, I think that they put. You know, the birds have a couple of guys on the COVID list who I think are coming off. I, I think almost all those guys are probably going to be off by the time game. It was very strategic. 
extremely strategic. So for those that don't know, in the NFL's policy is if you test positive for COVID or you go on the list, you do not have to test for 90 days. So in a potential Super Bowl run, 15, 12 to 15 of Eagles. The 15, actually, most, the 15 best players on the team. 15 best players would not have to test again. Uh, and it's actually – it's a <laughs> – it's extremely, extremely, extremely uh, funny because right after that, um, Dallas put like four of their best players on the list. Too. They're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, I can't believe the Eagles are the first men to do that. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense. There, it's, it's a unique situation because they are yeah. resting this week. Obviously, right. if this was a meaningful game, the Eagles wouldn't have 12, 15 players on COVID. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Like, and, and you know this. This is um, again. You know, we're not. Pediologist, excuse me, um, but that's the NFL policy, and like again, a lot of that seems like an insane policy. That's yeah, insane. it's a absolutely insane policy. But according to according to them, you know that's that's the rule, and that's that's how they what they abide by. So like it's it's it is one is strategic, and two, you know if guys are feeling well and you know um, and 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 playing well. You know what are you what are you gonna do? I I do think it's one of those things where like I don't think any of them are gonna dress, but I, I I do think that all of them are gonna be off the list by Saturday. But I yeah, I would be I would be shocked if any of them if any of them even dress. Like there's literally nothing to play for. And this is the I mean shoot, this is it's weird. This has been a weird Dallas week, like because uh, zero juice. There's negative it pains negative my soul that we wasted a Dallas home game on this. Right. <laughs> Like there's like there's zero juice. Like I know people, are, you know, call people are gonna go and tailgate as they should. You know, it's always fun to tailgate. Um, but there's like no juice for this game. No, there's no nothing to play for on either side. Like Dallas is locked in in that four C. The birds are locked in in their position. Um, so I, I I would be I, I I know what Mike McCarthy said that they're coming to win, but I would really be shocked if if Dak and that the rest of the starters play more than like three or four. You know, um, stands is on. I can't on, see them playing more than a quarter at, at most. Yeah, I think Jerry, how, how pissed was Jerry when he said that? Oh, dude, you know, you know, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry got all flush red. Jerry got as red as your hat when McCarthy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, dude, he's not, dude, he, he doesn't want to take any chances. Like, he's probably got the, you know, he's got all the bells and whistles ready for, for when the Cardinals come to town next week. So you can only guess when McCarthy said that. He's probably just like, <laughs> like straight stoic like how dare you don't you ever like i am the coach of this team you're just a figurehead for those wondering the eagles line on sunday they are seven point dogs saturday, saturday i'm so sorry and the over under is 43 it feels really low but couldn't this definitely be a disgusting like 18 13 game yeah it totally could like yeah cooper cooper rush first uh first Minshew. it could totally be like a a 19 16 game like literally goes off, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote about this in the newsletter for the, like I, a lot of times I'll pre-write the newsletters earlier in the week to get, you know, make my workload late and yeah. easier. So I, for the weekend edition of the newsletter this week, and you get to want to look, look at, at the newsletter, you could go to patreon.com backslash from broad street with love newsletter. But wouldn't it be such a Howie Roseman thing, this quarterback factory situation <laughs> that Minshew goes out there has the same performance that Jeff throws about 250 yards, tosses a couple touchdowns, and then this offseason, Roseman flips him for like uh, a late day two pick. 
yeah. or a third round pick or whatever. Oh, yeah. They just he got like, him for a sixth round pick this past year. He like flips them for, you know, he flips them for a fourth round pick and then they go and get, they go and get Zeus, um, you know, from, from, from Georgia, Zamir White, for anybody who doesn't know who Zeus is. I love Zeus. I, he's, he is, he is my guy. Like I know that running back. We got to gotta end the, the pod talking about the Natty on Monday. Yeah. Obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can totally, totally, totally see that. That's actually the, I know, um, a couple people tell you about this too, that it's, it's crazy how a lot of teams in the NFL just have zero plans for a backup quarterback, especially in a 17 game season now. Like, no, like there just seems to be a lot of teams that just kind of let go and let God in terms of what their backup situation is. So I can totally see how we going into an off season and going into draft day and saying, look, I got Minshew, dude. He went out. And he, you know, two two games started for us, threw for you know five hundred yards, six touchdowns, blah blah blah. All it, all it takes is a fourth round pick, and you take that fourth round pick, and you get better, or you get you know you get another get another young gun around Jalen. Like I, I totally could see him doing that. That would be that would be the most prudent to do. I don't. You know, I don't I'm think fine with him good. rolling as QB two in 2022. Looking at it, he turns 26 this offseason. It's the yeah. last year of his rookie contract because he was a sixth or seventh round pick. His cap hit is less than a million dollars yeah. has tons of starting experience and relative success as a starting NFL quarterback, as a thrower do a lot worse. Well, honestly, no, you could, you could really do better than that as your backup yeah. quarterback <laughs> for a guy who's Jalen hurts will be 24 next year, yeah. has some starting experience, has one full year under his belt. He's the perfect backup quarterback. Seems like a guy who's not necessarily ego driven. I don't think Minshew, obviously he wants to be the starter. He played well this year, wants to prove himself. I'm right. sure he'd love to take Jalen's job. Yeah, but I feel sure, like he's yeah. playing as part of a team chemistry thing. He's not a guy that's out there ego-wise, even as someone who, again, has even more starting experience in the NFL. And, you know, early on, maybe more traditional passer number success early in his career than Jalen did. And and I think the other thing is, you, you, you just touched on it, but really that ego-driven part, like I just seem like he's a – He's a guy who's happy to be out there, and obviously, when you got there, you want to play. You want to play good, like you, you know, you're because you're you get to realize as a backup, you're not just playing for your team. You're auditioning for other teams. It's in NFL, any like it can happen at any moment. Like a starter goes down, and they survey other teams. Say, yo, like we, you know, you got Minshew right there. What's he going to take the prime off your hands? Like, yo, I know Minshew is. Minshew just uh, tore the Jets up for you guys. Like, you know, we just lost our guy. What's up? We want him to come in and and, and vie for our starting position. Like that that happens all the time. Like you're always auditioning. So you know, being professional, giving you know, giving it a hundred percent. That all comes along with what teams want to see when they're surveying to see you know who's who's going to come in and maybe vie for their starting position. Yeah, I think he is the ideal backup quarterback for almost any team. Yeah. I think he's I think he's a starting caliber quarterback, obviously a guy who's probably in the 20 to 30 range. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that there isn't a ceiling yeah. there, really. At, at least at this moment in time, I think he's a top 20 to 30 starting quarterback with with some upside, I would think, depending on the right situation. Yeah. Like the I would, joke I make I would make is like everyone like, oh, like exploding brain meme. It's like Doug and Wentz, and then Doug and <laughs> F- Doug and Hurts, then Doug and Foles, then Doug and Minshew. Like Doug, Doug and Minshew would have been <laughs> would have been the goat parent. That would have been that would have been a ton of fun. I I I'll put it I'll put it this way like it would suck to see him in like a giant or a, a watch. Minshew, 
yet uniform. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's easy to root for. He's he's yeah, he's that right, type he's of easy to root for. He's fine. Goofy white boy. Yeah, totally easy to root for. He just he's you know he's charismatic. He comes in, does his job. He's got his mullet and his you know looks like Tom Skerritt from Top Gun. But <laughs> you know he's got he's got all that. He's got all the intangibles, but like, yeah, if, if if he does go, and he most likely is, I want him out of the division, you know. Oh, definitely. I like him out of conference. Yeah, out of he conference. Could be, uh, when Doug takes over the Raiders job and Mariota leaves, he could go be Derek Carr's backup. That's so funny. I literally was thinking, I was literally saying, dude, just go out, go out to Vegas. He's He is the consummate Vegas backup quarterback. Like, he wouldn't own that town. Like that, that would more be endorsements and advertisements That's than Derek saying. Carr. You land you land in Vegas and the first thing you see is a billboard with sunglasses and a mustache. Like one of those uh Burt Reynolds lying <laughs> naked, like lying almost naked with like a, a G strap yeah. on. <laughs> yep. Speaking of Gardner Minshew and his former team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You have a potentially wild playoff situation playing out on Sunday. So one o'clock game. The Colts are going to Jacksonville. I'm I'm, I'm glad you touched on it because this really is crazy. So the the Colts are going to be 15 and a half point favorites on the road in Jacksonville. Huge, huge number. And probably deserved, right? Yeah, sure. Are probably going to win this game. I think that's that's pretty clear. However, this is probably the biggest game of Carson Wentz's career since that playoff game when he like the, the yeah, really kind of. It's Sounds strange to see, and I'm not saying it as a slight to Carson, even though I'm slight him a lot. Just the reality of the situation right now. Winner, winner, win. You can still make it if you lose, but probably bad chance, right? Winner get winning get in yeah, situation easy. has really faced these situations in his career. So the Jaguars winning lines plus seven thirty. If the Jaguars were to upset the Indianapolis Colts, then we could face a situation where the Sunday night game, the game that was flexed as Sunday night football. On NBC, 820 Eastern Time, Sunday night, is the Raiders and Chargers. If the Colts were to lose that game, there is a situation where the Chargers and Raiders, which on the surface is a win and get win or go home game for both squads. Raiders, when they go to playoffs, Chargers are out. Chargers win, Raiders go out. Simple. But if the Colts were to lose that game to Jacksonville, we have a situation brewing on Sunday where if that game ended in a tie, both teams would make the playoffs and the Colts would go home. That is some crazy game theory talk right there. That is so so crazy, man. I mean, this specifically would never happen, but in reality, and you would never want to do it to your divisional opponent. No. But if they just took knees, uh, took turns kneeling for 70 minutes, both teams would make the playoffs. Which is nuts. Or or if they just it's 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 a it's a weird you'd have to you'd have to literally set it up pre-game like both coaches had to be like look we'll just kick field goals so like if we end we'll end at 9-9 and then when we get into overtime we'll just we'll we'll each do a field goal or we'll each kick we'll each try to we'll let the other score i think you're gonna see some really conservative decision making late in that game in a way that might make Roger Goodell have an aneurysm watching it. This is and this isn't like they're tanking or all those things, but I think back to week three last year, the Eagles against the Bengals. Doug Peterson basically mm-hmm. took a took a tie punting when he could have either done a Hail Mary or a yeah. field goal, those types of things at the end of that Bengals game in overtime. I wouldn't be surprised if he saw a similar situation here where a tie is going to make you go to the playoffs, a a misplay and the other team getting the ball could 
result in you going home. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and gambling, and this is obviously like not a common bet, is a, is a double result. I don't think people bet on these a lot, but that would be, you know, what the result is at the end of the first half, whether it's uh, X or Y team winning or a draw, I mean, right. the game's tied. And then you'd also pick what happens at the end of regulation. So the end of the fourth quarter, not necessarily what happens yep. if there's overtime, but if there's a, a draw at the end of over, uh, regulation, X or Y team winning. Yeah. So I did a little parlay for Sunday. It's Jaguars money line, which is plus 730, yeah. which be one of the biggest upsets maybe in uh we've seen in, this season. Oh, NFL, yeah, this right? season for Except sure. against Lions, Cardinals, and, the, and yeah. this would be the two biggest upsets. Yeah, for sure. And then a, a double result draw in the Raiders charge games, meaning it'd be tied at halftime yep. and tied at the end of the game, is on its own plus 8,500. Yeah. So Parlaying those two together, it's plus seventy one thousand two eighty. <laughs> so if you're throwing ten bucks on that, that's to win ten bucks is to win seven grand. Do it. I think that's the funnest bet you'll do all day. That's the most fun you have. That's the most fun bet you'll make all year. If we're responsible again, I'm not saying like I'm not someone who puts you know one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. on any game or anything close yeah. to that. I'm just kind of doing it for the vibes. But it's, it's just if you're, if you're doing a little Sunday flyer, you got a five dollar, ten dollar free yeah. bet. Burning into your DraftKings or FanDuel account. That's worthwhile, to- right? Totally just for the vibe. And like, you know, again, we're we are not professional gamblers. We're just guys who like to gamble. I like um, to give you a fun, fun bets. I don't necessarily I'm not couple, giving you necessarily winners. I'm giving you stuff that's gonna entertain you on yeah. We don't we're not on the take. We're not, we're not on anybody's payroll in Vegas. This is a fun bet to make. Also, given the given the circumstances, and, and we've seen it with the NFL and sports in general, nothing's off the table. Like the, the, the craziest bets like that are the ones that wind up hitting and you're like, that'll, that'll never happen again. Like if you, if, if that hits, it's one of those bets where you say, I'm probably done gambling for the rest of my life. Cause I'll never have a win like this again. And there is the shade and fraud aspect of watching Carson miss the playoffs that I think, obviously I think there's still sp- Probably close to a 50-50 split. And yeah. you know, in in real life, I think in on Twitter, life, yeah. you see you have a very vocal minority in terms of the just the discourse yep. around Wentz and Hurts yep. and the whole Eagles fiasco of the last handful of years. But in, in real life, it seems like there's probably a 50-50 split. Uh so if you're one of those Eagles fans who kind of enjoys seeing I think Carson Wentz get hurt or something insane like that, <laughs> but just uh wants him to do poorly, whether it's just because, hey, like feels like he bailed in the city, we want to be done with him, we want to feel yep. like we didn't make a mistake letting him go. Do that, and also there's the added benefit where that that first round pick uh, could be a, a different of a handful of spots in the yep. first round, depending on whether Indianapolis misses the playoffs or makes the playoffs. And and it's a they have they have little they're 15 and a half point favorites, but they kind of have little room for error because they have not been playing their best football as of late. Um, Frank Wright has never beaten the Jaguars twice in one season, which is <laughs> that's insane. That's- that's, that's crazy. Just, that's just nuts, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like that division is weird. That's a weird division. That, that weird division. That NFC South is is extremely AFC South. Excuse me, extremely weird division. But I I, I think that, um, you know, they have the, maybe the offensive MVP, and I like I like a lot of their receivers. But I still, it still feels weird. Like you still feel like if they're down 14, 10 at halftime, you wouldn't be shocked. Like, there's just it's just a weird division, man. The the Jaguars are terrible, but somehow they always manage to give the Colts absolute heck. Yeah, I mean, they look at the Eagles. The Eagles are going to playoffs. They could be ten and seven, and we just saw 
the Giants beat them this year. It's a divisional yeah. game. So the Eagles yeah, were road favorites in that game at the Meadowlands. The Eagles lost. Just happened. And lost it's game. Yeah, it's not we're going beyond the cliched uh, any given Sunday, but in reality, if you're playing a divisional foe on the road, that's always going to be a hard game. Yeah, I mean, even, even, even if you beat them by a bunch, it was still a hard game. Like, like they say, in divisional and rival games, you throw the records out the window. It's just, it's a, it's different. You expect, you expect it to be, you know, a, just a twelve round fight because yeah, you no one knows you better than your than your rival, and and these teams know each other. They know each other's tendencies. They know how to prepare. Like you don't prepare. Your easiest week is when you're preparing for your rival because you know exactly what to expect. You know exactly yeah. what it's going to look like. And all you do is per, is try to perfect your defense, your offense, because you know exactly what they're going to throw at you. Like I can, I can guarantee you all week that Jacksonville defense has been preparing how to stop Jonathan Taylor. Like It's no secret. Like the secret yeah. is, yeah, look, if we stop Jonathan Taylor, we probably beat the Colts. Like simple as that. Need our guy Trevor to come through. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. I just, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be a. Uh, I, I, I want to make them sweat. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just want to see them sweat a little bit. I just want to see what happens when they face a little bit of adversity. Um, because their hard knocks has been that their end season hard knocks has been kind of too much kumbaya for me. So I just want to see. I didn't watch because I thought they might. Uh kind of unravel and I was gonna watch hard knocks because of that but then they started doing it really well I'm like what's well, I'm saying there's, there's been, no there's no adversity there's no, no internal no. locker room strife what's the point of watching this it's been a little too kumbaya for me it's what I'm saying like they haven't faced there's been like no internal strife like no no players been you know threatening to to uh to to hold out it's kind of it's kind of like it's actually been pretty boring because it, it they've kind of just been winning games and telling each other they love them I don't want to see that no, that's that's not entertaining. That's not entertaining at all. All right, finish up, Natty. I'm sure you're picking uh, your dogs. Oh, my dogs. Uh, Would you lock him in at three or two and a half point favorites? I lock him at three. Okay. I, I, um, they. <laughs> I mean, they absolutely thrashed Michigan. But I told you, I told you they would do that. But, um, you know, the Bama game was was. See the the thing about Bama is they they trick you they play mind games with you like like Cincinnati it felt like the score was close but it never was Cincinnati was yes. never going to score enough to beat them and we knew that they you know they kind of just got they got bored with him and then finally decided to put him away but that the game was never as close as as people would like to think it was I I, I do think this one's going to be close I I think that. Um, I, I think that that Georgia defense has a lot. They took a lot of ridicule after that the SEC championship game, rightfully so. They got their butts handed to them. But I think that this time around, they're um, they're going to be up to the challenge. It's going to be a fun game to watch, though, man. I, I love, I love. I know Monday night games are weird, but I love a good national championship on Monday night. So like the March Madness and and this, I, I love a good college championship on a Monday night. It's, it's all it gives you something to look forward to. I don't know who I would take between the lines. I would think maybe if I was doing something, I would just throw money line on Bama because they yeah. have, you're getting better odds right there when I feel like it's a true yeah. you know, pick em type game. I do like the under on 52. Oh, yeah. Taking the, taking the under, and, and if you're just watching with no true, true rooting interest in the national championship yeah. game, is just a loser move. So I don't necessarily – but that's, that's why everyone bets the overs, and that's why the right. lines are inflated on the overs and stuff like that too. So – like I, I see a little plus three and unders parlay, maybe. 
also if you're um you know we're getting we're we're in we're in playoff season but if you're if you're anyone who is a big time uh NFL draft guy or or gal definitely oh, yeah. tune in i mean there's there's going to there's pros all over the field on both sides of the ball you know that bama defense probably has i think all 11 of that of those bama defensive players are going to be pros um and you know it's the same with the georgia defense so if you're you know especially for for birds fans there's a lot of a lot of guys on both sides of the ball who would look great in midnight green so even if you're not a fan of either of these teams is totally cool. Definitely tune in just to see the, the kind of talent that that's going to be on the field. It's going to be a, a really, really fun game to watch. Yeah. You know, either have some of those guys and on the Eagles or keep them out of the NFC or NFC. Right, keep like, like, I don't want Jordan Davis to be a top 10 pick for the Giants. Right. Oh, easily. I, I, I want him. He's going to be a top 10 pick. We're not, he's not going to be there when we, when, when no. we pick. So I just want him out of the NFC in general. Um, I do not want him in the NFC, and I definitely don't want him in the NFC East. But a guy who might be there, and it depends on how that Dolphins pick shakes out, which kind of pisses me off at their 14 right now. But if they lose and they're playing a, I believe they're playing the Patriots who are trying to win Patriots, the division yeah. right now. Uh, they could, you know, having a home playoff game swing is very important. To play. Yeah. They, New England could be any seed by some, the end of Sunday, one through seven. They could be one any through, of those yeah. seeds. Yeah. So they're so they're, they're going to play. They're going to play, <laughs> which is nuts. Um, there's a, there's a couple of, of Georgia linebackers who will probably be there when we when they use them, when they go to pick. Um, so we'll see. I, I, it's going to be. So what, uh, dude? Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher. Trayvon Walker. I could be. Um, I could. I could be into a Trayvon Walker. I could totally be into a a, a, a Trayvon Walker, on um, Kobe Dean. I mean, they. I mean, you you name it on either side of the field, and and he's a guy that I want on this team. I mean, you gotta be smart. Like, look at the look at look at Devonte. You just gotta be smart. If he's an SEC guy, grab him. Like, that's 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 always been my that like if if they're a blue bud, you got you gotta grab him. Like, that's my 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 uh, my philosophy. You can't don't overthink it. If if they're a blue blood, grab him because he's gonna be a terrific pro for you. You have guys on Georgia and Bama who are routinely playing in bigger games. Than most NFL teams are playing each season, and that's that's the difference. Those guys, by the time they're in the NFL, they've already played in front of 100, 150,000 people. So, like, if you're telling a, a guy he's got to go into, uh, you know, uh, FedEx Field on a Saturday night and win a game, it's not that big a deal. They've done like they've done worse. They've done way, 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 way more than that. Like those, it's just different. Those guys are. They're, they train different. They're coached different. Like it, it does matter. Howie, take the money off. Take money off, Howie. Get celebrate. Figure out who the Eagles are playing by Sunday <laughs> night. Then Monday, get some chips and sauce, some guac, maybe some Kennys, maybe some Kennys, and watch that national championship Relax. game. And just, that, just write right. down the name of every defensive player that takes a snap on either team. That's and it, then that's dude. your big board come April. May. You got your big board by the time that game ends at. You know, midnight on Monday, you got your big board. You know who you're playing. You know, next Saturday or Sunday. Uh, we won't say Monday. We say Monday. We will be right in the league. But <laughs> oh, that I, that was that was the podcast I dropped. So if you're listening to Odds and Ends and haven't listened, to, I, did, I dropped two episodes from the Bleachers this week. Uh, the most recent one that dropped Thursday morning. Uh, I ranked the the slots of uh, mm-hmm. the best start times mm-hmm. for Eagles fans. Yep. Obviously, uh, and dead last was the Monday night time. 
I don't want that. I, I would not want a Monday night game. It just like I don't even and I talk about this as a podcast. If you want to like a whole 20 minute discussion check out of there, but just I'm not even someone who has a real nine to five anymore. And yeah. I get that's MLK day, but I was never offering MLK day when I had a nine to five. And I know it's not a universal thing. So slugging through work, and I was just someone who had, you know, a dumb office job. Imagine if you're doing someone who's like something that's really labor intensive and grueling. Yeah. And then having to come home and just like that's that's not the vibe. You deserve to have a full day to yourself, amping yourself up. Yeah. About your team being in the playoffs. It's it's so it's so anticlimactic to have to prepare for that. Going into work Tuesday the night after an Eagles got eliminated from the postseason sounds like the worst move of all. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, I I just I can't imagine that that's that would be the worst Tuesday in the tri-state on record. Like if you have to go in the day after they get eliminated and you know and be productive, I I just can't I can't picture that. Not productive I mean, on a, I was never productive on a normal day, let alone. Yeah, I know, right? Like it's, I mean, you're not, you're not like we're not, we're not productive regardless. But like, if you go in after that, I, I certainly don't, I, I don't wish that on anybody. Please don't do that to us, NFL. Yeah. You owe us not to do that. I think there's a good chance they won't. Uh, I'm sure I'll be wrong now that I'm saying <laughs> that. But just given that the Eagles have played on Saturday, they're playing on Saturday yeah. this week. They're not going to give them like. Two extra days of rest. I don't necessarily nah, think, but yeah. if if like the odds are saying, the probability says the Eagles will be playing Brady. They're probably either getting a Saturday night, Sunday night, or Monday night slot since it's uh, the goat out there. Everyone wants to watch the defending champs at Tom. I would love a Saturday night. I, I'm fine I'm with Saturday. Saturday the, and again, you can see my whole rankings. I should have an article dropping today for BGN where I you know write it out. It's kind of a companion piece of the article. So either go listen to the pod, or you can check the article out on uh, bleedgradation.com too. So. Yeah, I, I would love it. My my number one would be a Saturday night. I mean, sun, yeah. obviously Sunday is Sunday, but I would love a good Saturday night game. I think I, number one for me as a tease was Sunday at four forty. I, I like oh, yeah, that. I like that's, that. a, I like that's that. also a good time. Too. I like that. I mean, like most of the Saturday and Sunday ones are fine. It's just the I don't I hate the first game on Saturday because that's just a slap in the face. Yeah, because saying like your team stinks and like no one cares about them. Yeah, we're getting get, get out of the way. You the Colts be playing in that game. Yeah, no one. Cares uh, and then that. Monday night, it's just like that's that's agonizing. Like you know, I, I think we can like if we're looking at it from a you know who do they love type standpoint, you know Dallas and Arizona is probably going to get a prime time slot regardless. Yeah. Um, and so like if, if you work your way back, I could totally see uh, Eagles Bucks. I can totally see Brady getting either a a, a prime time slot on a Sunday or like getting a four forty game on like a Saturday. I don't see. I don't see either. I don't see them getting a one o'clock game either. Day they wouldn't do that to Brady. No. They they want no. people to tune in for that. So I would say either they either get one of the four forties or one of the prime time slots. So like yeah, if, yeah. if Dallas Arizona gets eight o'clock on Sunday, we'll we'll probably get eight o'clock Saturday. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Works cool. for me. Works for me. Yeah. He'll be back next week. We'll be talking about whoever they're playing. We want Brady to have the we want Brady sign out chance. We'll have the chance out with the sign out. Take it down to goat once again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can check us out obviously on Twitter at Seamus underscore Clancy and then at tweets underscore by underscore Zoe. And I also run the Bleeding Green Nation Instagram with our great producer Rachel. So check us out on there at Bleeding Green Insta. So always keep bleeding green.